Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Everybody, we are here at the Seattle International Auto Show. Uh, it's so good to see the auto show, the cars on the floor, uh, the guys that work for the companies that shine them up and clean them up. So when the show opens up today, you can come down here and see a very clean, a beautiful BMW, a beautiful Subaru, all polished up and all looking good. Good morning and welcome to Drive Time Radio. I have somebody with me this morning because we are at the Seattle Auto Show. My good friend Tom Volk, you've probably seen his reviews on YouTube, Driven uh, with Tom Volk. Uh, where are you driven to? Uh, or you, is it driving? It's driven. Okay. I'm, I'm always driven to perfection. Um, always striving for that every once in a while. Eh, you know. Uh, no, 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 but you know what? And that's the, the thing about cars is that there's the minutia that you can get into. Right. Um, you can talk about a car and say, well, it's a good car. And then you can drill into, well, it's good for this person, but not for that person. Right. And, right. You know, styling is subjective, blah, blah, blah. Before we get into the show, I, I, I'm interested. I never asked you this question on, on the air. In fact, I may have never asked you this question. How do you, I look at a car and I review it on the basis of, does it do the job? it's intended to do i almost look at it as a tool you know i I know it's enjoyment and pleasure and everything yeah but there's still a big component is it does this job does this car does it carry your family where you want to go is it safe if you're putting the kids in the car does it uh acclimate to the weather of the area that we're talking about is it similar for you when you're doing your reviews oh absolutely because you know you can say Look, the Mazda Miata is a great car, right? Right. Well, it's not a great car for a guy that's got three kids. Unless he wants to get rid of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have to look at the market that it's intended towards um, and then, you know, assess it from there. I mean, I've always felt like, you know, people always say, oh, I love the supercars and the Porsches and, and yeah. the Mercedes and all that. But my weird little thing is that, I find that anything that's really affordable, but yet desirable, that's the black art in the automotive world. Like, you know, a car that you go, oh, it's $35,000. And I would, I would like to drive that car. I would be, I would be proud to own that car. Um, Because, you know, with a luxury car and a performance car, you can throw the kitchen sink at it and charge $75,000, $80,000. With a $30,000 car, you have to pick and choose and be very strategic about what goes in it. Exactly. And, And I think that's the sweet spot that a lot of the manufacturers are missing these days. Yeah. Is is that... You know, twenty five to thirty five. I know Chevy is going there with the tracks. I mean, that's the kind of yeah. the place where they're looking. But with the average price of a car these days, around forty seven, forty eight thousand yeah. dollars, the average ticket yeah. when you go to buy a car, um, it's real. You know, I, I mean, it, it's almost leaving out that lower end of the market who so desperately need cars. You know, yeah. probably why used cars are, are yeah. so, so Here, high. Here's a great story. About two months ago, I had the Buick Envista. 
Oh, I right? love that. Car. Right. Okay. So, and for some strange reason, that car really grabbed eyeballs and yeah. everybody came up to me and said, what is that? Cause you know, Buick has yeah. redesigned its logo. And <clears throat> I said, and they were like, how much is that? Which is always a cue for me to say, well, how much do you think it is? Nobody guessed under $40,000. One guy guessed $75,000. And then I would show them the Monroney, the window yeah, sticker, yeah. 29 grand. And people's jaws dropped. And it's like, look, there are affordable vehicles out there. And I always think that an affordable vehicle is a good choice for some people because, hey, what if you're a single parent, you have a couple of kids, right. your job is super important, you need reliable bulletproof transportation. Right. It comes, it's a new car, you know how it's been treated. Um, it has a warranty, so you're not going to be spending big bucks on repairs or anything like that. Um, that's great. You know, so there is that, that thought that a new car might be better than a used car. Um, you know, if you're confident about a used car, knowing how it's been treated and all that, that's another way to go. But neither one of them is wrong, right? Right. 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 And and here at the show, there's like a dozen cars like that. And you can you can come through, you can see them, you can touch them, you can compare them. They're all fresh in your mind. See, that's the great thing about the show. See, yes. that, that's why when I was a kid, I used to get on the 7 train and go to the New York Coliseum and walk. Because you could see everything. You walked from the Ford exhibit and they had the Shelby Cobra sitting there. And you went to Pontiac and they had the GTO sitting there. And you could walk across and you could see the Volkswagen thing. Yeah, there, you know, like what's this? This is cool, man. I don't yeah. anything like this. It's made out of corrugated metal. Yeah, I mean, the last time I saw one of these was in a movie. Um, and that's the great thing about the show is you come down here, you look at the different cars side by side, yeah, and it gives you an opportunity to um, not just compare, but you know, to really look at at the differences, to talk to product specialists about. Um, uh, does this car fit your needs? Yeah, and and this isn't a show where you buy a car, and um, so it's there's there's no high pressure. Right. It's a it's uh, when, yeah, Amazon's going to take care of that. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't think so. No. I can't see I can't uh, see Jeff Bezos showing up to the house. Okay, but here's here's my thing, and and I'm very adamant about this because I talk to a lot of people, and 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 they have not test driven a car, right. and it's like. How can you do that? I mean, my big thing is I always say test drive at least three different cars because the average transaction price is what? $47,000, I don't care how much money you make. That's a lot of cash. You're in for hot money. Yeah, at that point, you're in for hot money. So you have to, uh, you absolutely have to get a, um, get a, a, a good idea what your budget is going to be, what your, uh, you know, what what you can because people are taking on car payments now, thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And here's the other thing, the great thing about you know, at least this show, they've been really good about getting vehicles that you can't even find in the showroom right now. Right. You've got the Silverado EV from Chevy and the Blazer EV. The Honda Prologue is here. The Prologue looks really yeah. The Prologue. We we the, talked to Brad from Honda. We'll we'll play that later. Yeah. That car looks like it's going to be. Uh, and that's a now that's a partnership with them and General Motors, right? They use the right. Ultium 
uh, battery pack, battery pack under it. So, which is brilliant technology. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that's the that's the one of the cars that you're going to come here and look at, see it for the first time, and go, yeah. "Wow, when can I order this?" Kia EV9 is here. Yeah, uh, which is a three-row all-electric, roomy crossover. 290 miles of range. The new BMW i5 is here. The i7 is here. The i4 is here. The iX. Uh, like 15% of BMW sales now are pure electric vehicles. You, you know why? Because BMW is doing electric right. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's certain electric cars you get in and yeah, they're good. They're okay. You know, you know, it's a good vehicle, but BMW has figured out a way to bake the BMW into the electric yeah and that's the hardest that that to me is one of the hardest if you drive an electric chevy silverado it's different if you drive the yeah. lightning it's a different field bmw has figured out a way i'm going to talk to bmw product specialist in a few minutes has found a way to bake that bmw thing yeah into the electric and all automakers are going to have to do that sure because people that aren't you know don't want to feel like it's an appliance yeah because that, I mean, it's it's great that they don't have any emissions at all. Um, but there are enthusiasts out there like you and me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we for us, I mean, I always believe that a car is more than transportation. It right. is status symbol. It's pop culture. It's art. It's engineering. It's environmental. It's political. It's all that kind of stuff. But for us, you know, to have some soul right in a machine um, right and that's the trick that's why we applaud when we see things like the subaru crosstrek and those particular vehicles that we look at and they have personality to them they have because they reflect yeah. in many ways our personality as well and what we're driving that if if they do the Invista in a gs 400 version i'm telling you i'm running down to the buick dealer <laughs> will that fit under the engine bay yeah well it's, you know it's not going to be a 400 i mean you know but but, but that brand sport yeah. spirit that used to be in buick yeah that that they've kind of taken out so i listen i know you got to run because you got to you don't got to be on tv so uh because see this is this is tv this is radio it's that simple <laughs> actually my initials are tv i didn't think of that yeah, please, Tom. You know you. I've I've got a great story. someday I'll tell you. Well, well, I, well. You know we'll have plenty of time later. So yeah. So go down, do your TV. We'll see you later. You're going to come back. We're going to talk about some more of the cause at the show, and uh, and have a little fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Vinny. Uh, it's always a joy. Tom, to it's see always you, good man. to see you too, man. Yeah. You're the best. He's New York. Vinny is the best. People. He well, is the real Tom thing. is the best. I mean, we got a mutual fan club going here. All right, it is drive time radio. We are. Um, Vinny, meet Rashika. Rashika, come on in and sit down. We were going to take a break, but you're here, so we're going to talk right now. Hi, Rashika. Hi. I'm Vinny. This nice is Rashika. Hey. For those that are watching us on uh, on YouTube, she is a product specialist with BMW. Yes. And she's going to tell us a little bit about electric BMWs. We were just talking about them here at the Seattle International Auto Show, brought to you by BECU. Uh, we were just talking about, and welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you for having me. We were just talking about BMW accomplishing something that, that not every automaker has done yet, and that is baking the BMW feel 
the BMW oh thing into their electric so cars. So that is actually one of my favorite parts. And I felt like it was the most unexpected because people always have hesitation when they get into an electric vehicle. But the difference when you get into an electric BMW and a gas BMW, there is none. So when you're driving an electric variant, it feels the same as when you're driving yeah. a gas variant. Yeah. So it is like you still get that same thrilling drive experience and you can even turn on some iconic sounds so you get a little feedback. <laughs> it's well, also, that's, that, that's the thing. I, I mean, I love that about you. Know, you can choose your what you want to hear. You know, you can uh, play with it. And if you want to hear a rumble rumble, you can and get that or you get the, you know, exactly. whatever you want. Get Starship. <laughs> exactly. The BMW soundscape was actually put together by legendary composer Hans Zimmer for our, for our vehicles. So it is actually well filed, very acoustically designed, and it gives you a really thrilling experience in the vehicle. Now the i5, I mean, you guys have gone whole wholeheartedly into electric. Where is the i5? Who's the person who wants to get into an i5? So I'm so glad you started with the i5 because the i5 is the newest BMW electric vehicle in the lineup. The i5 is for the person who were the the i4 was too small at 189 inches. The i7 may have been a little bit too luxury. And the length of the i7 is about 211 inches and it started at 119,000. The i5 now is the sweet spot between these two vehicles. Right. It is 199 inches in total length. It starts at 66800 for the rear-wheel drive variant, so it's very attainably priced. It will be great for a, fa for a family of four or five. It's a five-seater vehicle. has fantastic cargo area at 17.3 cubic feet of cargo area yeah. so it's literally for any daily driver it's that attainable and i've driven it because we have a prototype on the northeast uh, and the ride is so smooth ah uh, see that's that that's i mean that's the thing with bmw's you you know you get now this is what i'm going to wonder because i'm a bit we were talking about this before a bit of an enthusiast Ooh. So can I, can I, you know, I, I, I couldn't do this with my, I used to have to crawl under the car with my 2002 and <laughs> adjust the shocks to get a different ride. Now, do you, do you get that sporty ride in that electric if you want that, that, that kind of a little bit more feel of the road? So absolutely. So there are different, there are different drive modes you can choose from. One being, one being a sportier feel, a comfort, a comfort feel. So if you want to feel like, a, a bit of a sportier ride that is an option in electric vehicles. So people feel it, it's going to be incredibly different from the gas variant. And I say the real difference is sound. Yeah. So when you yeah. get into the electric vehicle, yes, there is, you do have that sporty option. And what really sets them apart for me is that instant torque. So when you really, when you want to take off, when it's appropriate, yeah, <laughs> when you, you have no problem getting on I five. No, with, with 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 an electric car, even the most least expensive electric car gives you that that linear shot where you hit that you know it's it's instant instant it's, you're not waiting for eight or six or four pistons to go. No. You're just going, mm, you know. So at the Detroit Auto Show, I did the performance drive. We had like an indoor EV track, right? Yeah. So we had, so we would be at the start line and, you know, I would kind of 
kind of floor it, but we weren't going over 30 miles an hour. But with the instant torque, people felt like I was going like seven. They're like, oh my God, you're slowed down. I was like, no, I know. I'm like, look, it's only 30, I swear. <laughs> it feels like you're going, I and mean, it really does. Because you're not waiting for that. You're not waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I mean, I hate to say this, because, but this is a thing these days. It's instant gratification. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's boom, you're going. What's the range on the fire? And, and I know because that's the one thing that people. Oh, yeah. But that's literally know. one of the first questions. So on the rear wheel drive variant, it's going to be 295 mile range. And for all wheel drive, it's 251 mile range. Okay. So, yeah. So that's that's much better than two or three even years, oh two or God. three years ago. Yeah, people come up to me and they talk about their i3s and how they were getting 40 miles and how they were loving how loving that we've gone from that people being very happy with a 40 like going 40 miles in their i3 <laughs> to, to like now almost a 300 mile range in the i5 i remember <laughs> i remember when i got into that little i3 I the first time you know I'm, and i'm driving on uh i was actually living back in pittsburgh uh, i pittsburgh you're from Pittsburgh? I'm from Pittsburgh. You're yeah. a Yinzer? I, I am a Yinzer. I lived there for 10 years. I oh worked on, on the sports station. Oh, really? In Pittsburgh, yeah. Oh, the fan? fan? Yeah. <laughs> Vinny and Cook it was our show. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Are you still a fan? Of course. Uh, see, <laughs> don't say that too loud around here. It's between us. Yeah, okay. And then. <laughs> where where do you, you live? I live in the Monroeville area. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was, I was in Mount Lebanon. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse us, folks. Sorry. It's all home week. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, we're you know we're back. In we're, we're back in Pittsburgh, and, and and you know I was driving, and you know Pittsburgh. I mean, the Pittsburgh's a gasoline car place. It you know, is. it's it's, it's going to take a little time before people but have you'd bought. Be, you'd be surprised. There's starting to be a lot of electric vehicles on the road, even with our hilly terrain and our like, and people are really adapting. Well, the, well, the way they'll sell cars in Pittsburgh is they have to get the accent. Into the they have to bake the accent into the into the infotainment system, you know. And somebody said, when you look at the the, the get into BMW i five and you do the voice, there you go. Take me Dan Tan. If you can do that, you got something. You're in. <laughs> then you'll then you'll sell cars in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's good. It's good to meet a launchman. I love I love it. Uh, um. All right. When can we? people go to the dealership i mean they can come here and see the i5 at the auto show and that's what we want you to do come here and look at it but when can people um so start I to order it you know start so to you are already able to order the i5 and it actually just came out in dealerships within the past few weeks someone here says they thought they saw one on the road wow yeah so the i5 it became available this november in dealerships all right she could tell me the, the most important thing that i want to know yeah. when is it getting into the press fleet <laughs> we're working on it well, christmas is coming it. and you know mm -hmm. yeah if i'm driving an i5 at christmas i look like i'm successful <laughs> we're working on it we're, we're gonna okay. get it. all right so you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> oh man so it's, it's 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 good to meet you it was great to meet you good to spend some time with you and uh again will you be here at the show if people come down yes i am one of the product specialists on the floor so if you have any questions you can come see me and we also do have a test drive outside where we have the i4 on available to drive and the ix okay see that's that's important guys something i was going to talk about with tom but I, i'll get do a quick thing with you how was it important you know it used to be you used to go to an auto show and you couldn't 
you know, you just look and that's it. Now you come to the auto show, they got a big sign says test drives. Right. And you can actually get in the car and it's not locked. It's not, you know, they haven't drained the gasoline out of it. You can get in it and you can, and you can take a little ride and get a feel for it. I, I, I mean, that's gotta be interesting for you to meet the people that you're, that, that you're, that are your customers, that are your main. It is, and and a lot of times at the auto show, it's really great because it's a pressure-free environment, and sometimes it's people's first experience with electrification. So I get to take them on their first test drive in an, an electrified vehicle and explain it from the ground up. So it is really an important tool to like come here and actually get into an EV vehicle and see how it feels versus yeah. your gas vehicle that you have now. Thank you so much for coming by, man. I really appreciate it. It's a fun interview. BMW, come see Rashika. She's at the BMW booth. That's not a booth, it's the display. So see the i5, see all bunch of cars together and uh and, and me honey, she'll tell you anything you want to know about a bmw i'll bet you the length of the car again 199.2 inches thank you ladies and gentlemen boys and girls <laughs> <laughs> all right Rizvika, good to see you. all right we're going to take a quick break be back in uh, a minute minute and a half and then we'll uh we'll sit down with uh who, who, who's lined up next subaru <laughs> uh subaru next right oh chargeway yes we're going to be back with Matt from Chargeway. You're going to love this. If, if you're thinking about, and we were just talking about electrics, if you were thinking about electric, we got a solution for that anxiety that you may feel uh, that says to you, oh, do I uh, stick around? We'll be right back. It's Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny live from the Seattle Auto Show right here on 1150 KKNW. <laughs> Because he just saw the new Ford Falcon. Well, everyone who has seen the 1961 Falcon is excited. But I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I don't believe we've met. Excuse me. I would like very much to have you meet Pigpen. Hello, Pigpen. I'm very glad to know you. Well, since Pigpen hasn't seen the Falcon yet, let's show it to him right now. This year, the Falcon gives you more power, more luxury, more comfort for six people... More of everything that has made it the world's most successful new car. It must be pretty embarrassing for the other compact cars to realize how they missed the boat. And you can now select from two engines. The regular Falcon engine, famous for mileage, and the new, more powerful Falcon 170 Special. You get a choice of engines? That's right. You have to admire the generosity. You also have to admire the Falcon's economy. It goes up to 30 miles on a gallon of gasoline. 30 miles is quite a distance, especially when you compare it with what the others give you. And it goes 4,000 miles between oil changes. 4,000 miles? That's virtually beyond comprehension. Oh, and that reminds me. The Falcon's diamond luster finish never needs waxing. And yet, with all these exclusive features, the Falcon is still low, low in price. No other compact car offers this all-around economy. I must say, I'm very impressed. I'm sure the 61 Falcon will rank high in favor with the buying public. Thank you. Now you know why everyone's excited about the Falcon. Me too. The 1961 Falcon. The car no other compact can measure up to. Get inspired. 
every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Fast cars on a long ride. That's what you get at the uh, Seattle International Auto Show, which is in effect. It's going on right now here at the Lumenfield Convention Center. The auto show brought to you by, uh, presented by BECU. Uh, electric vehicles are the hot thing here. That There's uh, no doubt about it. By the way, if you... If you if you come here, make sure that you come up to the top level here, the uh, mezzanine level, and see the Avance people that have the coolest display in the show. They have vehicles here from, uh, I mean, I see a Subaru Brat, a Corvair uh, Greenbrier, I think it is, the, the ramp down side uh, Corvair from 61, 62. Too, a Volkswagen Fing, for those of you that remember the Fing, and if you don't, but the Avance people have, have really done a spectacular job here, as they did every year, and they host us here at their um, at their stand, and uh, we uh, especially appreciate that. They're on Facebook. It's a great uh, car club for people that are enthusiastic about cars, so come by and see them as well. Also, don't forget about my friend George Jackson, who, without a doubt, is the man to see if you need those holiday tchotchkes to give out to your customers. GJPromo.com is the way you find him. All right, we're going to veer off of cars for a second and talk about apps, which, you know, for me is going to be a little nuts because I'm a, an app guy. That, uh, But one of, the, one of the things that I think keep a lot of people from delving into the electric is the range anxiety, is the unknown, it's new, it's different. Uh, you know, is this going to be like my VCR? Remember when you got a VCR and you spent hours trying to figure out how to get the, the light flashing to stop, you know, to set the timer? Or when you got your first Walkman and you tried to figure it out, or, or your iPod, you know, I'm, I'm going back a little bit. But in today's technology, all I have to do is come up with something that goes into your phone and directs you where you need to go, how you need to get there, to simplify the process. That's what they are trying to do at Chargeway. Um, Matt Teska is with me from Chargeway. Uh, They have a display downstairs here. And Matt, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for stopping by. Um, Very interesting stuff you guys are doing because what you're trying to do is give somebody uh, an an anti- anxiety electric car pill you, you, you know it's <laughs> exactly. almost you're almost like uh I, I don't know what they what they call anti-anxiety medicine but you're almost like that for for the zoloft yeah the Zol- that's it zoloft yeah exactly <laughs> you're you're the zoloft for the electric car prospective buyer because you take it you put it in the phone and you give them all the information in one spot Right, exactly. Well, the, the goal, as you're describing, is is it feels new. And, and the unknown often scares people, right? So our goal at Chargeway is to say, well, you, you always like driving your car. You like buying new cars. You come to the Seattle Auto Show because you are looking for a new car. Right. And that's just kind of how we've always done it. But the moment you decide you want to use an electric car or buy an electric car, you're actually switching to a new fuel. Right. You're switching from gasoline to electricity. And we're all very familiar with gasoline. It's, you know, you call it regular, it takes five minutes and it's kind of everywhere. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The beauty of electricity is it's actually everywhere. It's at your house, it's at hotels, it's on the highway. And you may not think of it that way, but so what our app does is it visualizes all of that for you. 
And instead of saying, well, we'll just put pins on a map and you get to figure it out, we help you understand what you do need to learn about charging an electric car, which is there are different plug types and different power levels. Right. That will basically dictate, can you connect? And then also, how long do you have to wait? And so our app uses colors for plug types and simple numbers for power levels, and it's right on the map once you choose your car. Take it down to the simplest level, let people see it in color so they can identify with it quickly, and give them the information it says, because there's nothing worse than going into your going onto your phone and looking and see, okay, there's a charging station and I've got four miles left on my car. Right. And you pull up at the charging station, it's one of those where you plug it in and you gotta leave for like five hours before you come back to get another five miles on it. Right, exactly. Well and that's the, the beauty of what you can do at home is you can fill up slow at home. Right. And so charging comes in power levels. So there's levels one and two, that's what you can do at home. If it's a lower number it's gonna take you longer. But if you have a level two charger at home, that's an overnight charge. Away from home, that's where levels three through seven, that's where we show that on the map. And as you go up in power level, that's where your charge time gets reduced. So at a level seven charger with a vehicle that can charge up to level seven, that's like a 15 to 20 minute fill up. Yeah, that's uh, and I don't know this for a fact, but I envision probably long after I'm gone, but um, that there will be um, there's something missing today in our, in our society and service. Mm-hmm. When I was, I grew up in a gas station business. Okay. My dad, we had a gas station, a couple of gas stations. You go out, you clean the windows, you do this, you do that, check the oil. You don't have to do the oil and everything, but I think that at some point that service edict is going to come back. Mm-hmm. And apps like yours, apps like uh, Chargeway, uh, will probably partner up with a lounge, a company that builds lounges, mm-hmm. and you'll have this 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 system where you go to. Stop your car, get a charge. Maybe you sit in a waiting room, you read a magazine, you get a cup of coffee or a, a beverage, charges it up, they clean your windows, they check the air in your tires, and you go again. Yep. Maybe they'll even have people in uh, the white uniforms that they used to wear with <laughs> ding, that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. have a little thing, somebody's up at the charge. But, but I mean, that's my vision of what eventually is going to happen here. Mm-hmm. And, and if you have a, an app like this, it's going to get you there. Yeah, much easier than if you're trying to figure it out on your own. Well, and that's what we really do is we want to do a lot of the thinking for you because so much of it is about education. And so we've decided to say, well, we can educate people, but we can also simplify the technology, which makes the education easier. Right. And a lot of what you just described is already built into Chargeway. At every single station pin you click on on the map to see what's there, we do list amenities that are nearby. So if you know that your fill up at a level six charger is going to take you maybe 30 to 40 minutes, we will list amenities nearby. So if there's a restaurant or a coffee shop or shopping nearby, you know that you can be charging while you're getting something else done. And the same is true for road trips. We have an automated trip planner that works for every electric car on the market. You tell us where you want to start from and where you want to go, and we will do all the thinking for you. We'll show you where you have to stop and charge and how long you'll be there. One of the things that happens with electrics, and I've had this happen to me a, a number of times is that you can have some trouble connecting with the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your app does a little something about that, right? You kind of take that, that connecting with the, the company because there's several different companies and, and put a buffer between that. So you don't, you're not throwing your, your plug at the machine and hitting it <laughs> like, yeah. like this. Right. Well, you, you need to know that if you do need support and help, how do you get a hold of someone that can't help you? Right. And so at every station pin in Chargeway, we show there's about 40 charging networks throughout North America today, and it is growing. And so we list all of those networks. And so any pin you click on, you'll see the logo of that network. 
And if you do have a question or a concern or something happens at a charger, you can simply scroll down to the bottom of that screen and there's a con there's a contact number for customer support. And you can give them a call and let them know if you need help connecting to your car or if there's an issue with payment. So we give you the access to the information you need basically right at your fingertips. Okay. I'm thinking the app store mm -hmm. and uh, the Google, you know, however you get, I'm, I'm an iPhone guy, so I don't so, even know how you get yeah. Google going, but you can find it there. And um, it sounds like and looks like something that is really going to help people out. And, and I think in the electric car space right now, people need help. Yep. And that's people why we're here. People need help. Thank you so much for coming by, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much, Vinny. Good appreciate luck. It. Come see Matt at the show. He's got little things that you can put around your neck and stuff like that. You know, good good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little thing to put around your no, neck. A lanyard. <laughs> yeah, a lan that's it, a lanyard. It says chargeway. You, when you go to work Monday, you'll have a thing that says chargeway. Thanksgiving dinner. Get one for everybody in the family. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. Thank you. All right, quick break here, and then we will come back, and we will be talking uh, all of, of us. Of us. We were just talked about of us. We're going to talk about them again. Stick around. Quick break. We're right back here on Drive Time Radio live at the Seattle International Auto Show. American cars guzzle gas. American cars are all style and no substance. American cars don't last. To all that, American Motors says nuts. This American Motors Concord and this spirit are built to be more than just good looking. They're tough. Tougher than ever before. The only American cars with galvanized steel and 100% of the exterior body panels. That's right, 100%. And Concorde and Spirit are more fuel efficient than ever before. This Concorde actually gives you better mileage than Chevy Citation. Only the tough Americans give you Z-Bard factory rust protection and a full five-year no-rust-through warranty. Tough can be beautiful. Plus the exclusive American Motors buyer protection plan, still with the best economy car warranty coverage in the industry. Concord and Spirit. For good-looking, high-mileage cars, don't sell the tough American short. Concord and Spirit, built to last. From American Motors. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Time Radio, New York City Live, Seattle International Auto Show, down at Lumen Field, presented by BECU. Come down. I mean, come down, bring the family. They got a kid's uh, little race course set up. We'll have these little vehicles. I think they're having the kids race each other around uh, around so you can put the kids there and then you can go look at your next car it's on the floor here somewhere uh, i mean right there right under us we're on the mezzanine level and uh, you can learn about electrics that's the thing is we just talked about with matt we get a chance to learn a little bit about uh, you know and a little knowledge never hurt anybody well i don't know <laughs> now that i say that nathan has a little knowledge ever hurt you, Nathan? I always love knowledge. There you go. All right. I just want to make sure you were awake, Nathan, because we haven't even gotten a chance to, uh, to to jump in. We'll get to Yo Vinny in a couple of minutes, okay? <laughs> All the information oh, I'm looking for. There you go. All right. I, you know, usually I send Nathan a, a, a little sheet that says what we're doing on the show, and today we're just kind of winging it. Nice. So we're dancing. Um, I'm with my friend from Avance. Hi. I'm Adam. Adam Kramer. Adam Kramer from Events. We talked to him last year. He's let he's had us set up here at his space. I said it before. I'll say it again. If you're coming to the auto show, don't miss the mezzanine. Yeah. This place is rocking with cars that you've seen only in museums. 
or at uh, Carson Coffees or at, uh, you know, swap meets and things like that or on TV. It really, I mean, you guys have done a fantastic job. And these are all like members or people that are associated with you as cars, right? Yeah, these are all member cars. So we have about 4,000 members, uh, Avance members. So we came up with the theme, Life's a Beach. And so basically we reach out to, to folks and it's sort of, you know, there are some cars that we knew we wanted to have as part of this theme, right? The Myers Manx would be a classic one, the oh. up bus, you know, the, the Woody Wagon. Those are classic, you know, beach vehicles. So you know, we reach out to, to certain people that have those. And then, you know, then the ideas just start going, right? There's yeah, all kinds yeah. of different, you know, beach type vehicles, uh, the old Broncos, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of fun putting it together. But hopefully, yeah, we're we're bringing uh, a little bit of the past and, and some of the future. Like we have a, a brand new Porsche 911 Dakar uh, that literally just came out. And, and this is this is the only one in the Pacific Northwest. So, wow, that's, uh, that's cool amazing. Car, yeah, that, that's amazing. Now, uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, uh, events, because and am I saying it right? Events or events? Events. Yeah. OK, you know, from New York. Yeah, yeah. To told how to say something. Yeah. Um, uh, events is, is a car club, but it's a different kind of car club, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I you know, a car club on steroids is kind of a good way to describe it. But, um, you know, we put on events every single weekend uh, from track days to tech sessions. So it's it's really a, a whole gamut of different experiences for, for members. Um, we have a very nice uh, quarterly print magazine that we put out, you know, high end, thick stock, 128 page magazine. Um, we have a bunch of partners that offer members discounts. Uh, everything from bring a trailer to Michelin. So yeah, uh, I heard your Michelin discount is like yeah, excellent. I heard yeah, really, somebody was telling me that they were uh, yeah. they were so impressed with the with the discount. Yeah, uh, I mean, ultimately, what we try to do is is connect enthusiasts with with other you know companies or people that you know help them enjoy their passion. So you know, if that's a an enthusiast that's looking to get a car, you know, maybe they're interested in a first gen Viper, you know, because right. they had a poster of it when they were a child, but they don't know much about it. Right. Well, we have members who have that car, right? So then we connect them with, with those people and they educate them and, and help them. It's really just a way to, you know, uh, go down that slippery slope, you yeah, know, as, yeah. as enthusiasts say. It's, it's a neat, it, it just, uh, it, you know, because I follow you on Facebook. You can find them on, on Facebook, on social media. Uh, it's just fun to watch and see the different members' cars and uh, the pride they take in them. Uh, you know, all, all people that are really enthusiastic take pride in their cars. If you have yeah. a car like this, uh, you know, the, the Corvair, which is just got, I'm wrapped with attention on this car. You know, it, it's a car that, that, you know, you look at it and you see what America was in the 60s. You, you know, you, yeah. you know, surfboard out the back. It was everybody's dream to go to California, be in a surf movie, you know. And this is, I mean, you know, Woody and Didhead could, could you know, uh, yeah. and um, uh, who was it that, that, that always played the professor? Vincent Price, you know, could be could have been driving in this thing. And that's what you, when you walk through here, what you'll see, not only that, but you have the Volkswagen bus, the Porsches, the Mercedes, really a, a great display. It's it's a car show. It's, it's funny. It's a car show within a car show. So you go down and you look at the new stuff and then you come back up here and you're looking at the stuff that, that, you know, if you bring your your grandfather or your father to the show, they look at it and go, "Boy, I wish I could find one of those." Yeah, man, well, 
it's it's the nostalgia right and and it's a mix of old and new so that's what's fun is you see families that come through here and they look at they look at the cars and each each generation you know sort of associates with a different vehicle here right the yeah. the older set you know associate with maybe the the 49 woody right you know and because that's you know the kind of the car that they grew up with or something and then you know, as you get older or sort of a different generation, then they start associating with different types of cars that we have. And the mini bikes, too, are the Honda Trail 70s. Oh, I had um, I had a, a Yamaha that was like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm surprised a at little, how many people are really into those Oh, bikes. yeah, and, and there's a resurgence in those. Yeah. People are rebuilding them. Yep. And, yep. and uh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, that, that thing has been sitting out in the yard for 25 <laughs> years. Somebody's saying, hey, I'll give you That's 500 worth. bucks for it. Which I think they were one hundred forty nine dollars when they were new or something like that. I think I paid twenty bucks for the one I got. And listen, thanks for stopping by. Thank you again for the use of of your uh, space here. And uh, it's always good to see if people want to get in touch with you. How do they get you? Uh, Avance dot com is the URL, and Avance official on Instagram. Okay, excellent. And, and it's really I'm not a a, a big car club guy per se, uh, but. This is something that's worth it because it's not just a car club. It's a community, a car community. And I like communities. I'm a community kind of guy. Thank you. Thanks, Vinny. All right. Good to see you. You too. All right. It's Drive Time Radio. We are live at the Seattle Auto Show uh, where you can see, oh, I mean, what you can see here, you can't see in one place. You could go into a parking lot and not see as many cars as you would see on the floor here from electrics uh, to good old reliable gas vehicles. To, uh, I mean, it's all here. Everything is here. It is uh, the place to go to see what you um, what you want to drive in the near future, and see that there are cars out there that aren't going to rock you forty six thousand dollars, the average price that you can compare and say, boy, I can go to a dealer and buy this car for x amount of dollars and and still make it have an affordable payment and so on and so forth the dealers get together they come here to the lumen field they bring the best the manufacturers come down and it's an awesome uh awesome experience uh, i think and a great way to get the kids uh to learn one of the basic things that you have to learn in automotive technology i think you shouldn't get a driver's license if you don't know what a stick shift is and they have cars here that have stick shifts. If you come up here, down there, probably yeah. mostly automatics. Probably. <laughs> um, all right. Nick Young is with me from Subaru. And as you know, uh, we, we chatted about it last week in um, in our Yo Vinny, What Are You Driving This Week segment. Uh, I was uh, popping around with the Subaru Crosstrek and uh, the Wilderness Edition. Now, you know, I had a Crosstrek. I don't know, three or four weeks ago. But this is this is this is the one you want. This is the one when you are, you know, saying, you know what? I want to go out to I want to get on 90 and I want to get off and I want to go up into the mountains. And I want to take one of those fire roads. And then I want to go all the way up to the end and camp there. Right? This is the one that you want. This is uh uh, you know, all-wheel drive, you have, uh, of course, seen them. We've talked about it. This is the Wilderness Edition uh, that you're looking at if you are uh, on social media. But that 
uh, we're going to talk about to the Crosstrek Wilderness Edition. Uh, Nick Young is with me from Subaru. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you, Vinny. Nice to see you. Thanks. Good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, this is this car is going to be huge for you guys in the oh, Northwest, yeah. huh? That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've already seen a bunch of them on the road. I saw four of them on my way here, actually. Wow. Yeah. Well, what is it about the Wilderness Edition? Because you've done this now in several of your lines. Yep. And you can see that, uh, you know, this car in particular, just take a look at the... Uh, you know, at, at the beauty of this car, uh, it, it gives you, it, it puts you, uh, you're happy looking at it. Yeah. So you notice, I mean, most Subarus are, we consider them off-road capable, but the wilderness lineup is off-road ready. You can take that from the dealership and like you said, just go straight into the mountains and, and start having fun. They come with all-terrain tires, as you see there. Uh, the exterior cladding helps uh, protect your paint from dings and scratches and all that fun stuff because they're made to be durable. Yeah, you, you go <laughs> off the road and you, you're going to get that stuff. So you have the stuff that goes around the wheels to keep you from getting yep. chips and everything. You got uh, one of the strongest roof racks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was amazed at how uh, when I was, you know, you, you grab onto a roof rack to see. I mean, you don't want to pull it out of the roof, but, you yep. you know, to get some sturdy, some durability to it. And the roof rack uh, on this Subaru uh, it almost says to you, get one of those things that you put on top of the car so you can sleep in the, oh, yeah. in we, the woods. We, our retailers sell uh, rooftop tents so you can just park your car right where you want and set up camp. And it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous setup. They also have over uh, right about nine inches of ground clearance. So quite a bit more clearance than, uh, than our other models. Yeah. I was, I was impressed with that, that, that I took it. I didn't take it far off road, but I took it up a, a fire road and, uh, yeah, it didn't, it, it Never hit the bottom. Nope. And also, what was impressive to me about this car is that the on-road ride it's smooth. Was, was smooth, was nice. Yeah. When you, when you did the SI, you know, the Sport or the Intelligent, which is a little button on the wheel of Subaru is baked into the car. And um, it, when you adjust it for what you want, you get good gas mileage for uh, an all-wheel drive. But it, it also reads the comfortability, I guess, yeah. of the car on the road. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to drive, makes it much more comfortable, and you can use it in, in your everyday life as well as your adventures. So uh, I think our engineers did a fantastic job with this. It also comes with uh, an enhanced X mode, which is for deep snow and mud. Uh, so our Subarus do great in, in inclement weather anyway, yeah. but you can really fine tune it even more when it gets into those really, really bad st snowstorms if you want to make sure that you're going to get home safe. Right. And a boxer engine is bulletproof, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that, that, that little engine is, um, is amazing at how, uh, how durable it is and how it, uh, uh, it, it just moves that car, you know, through whatever you want to, whatever you want to put it through. So, I mean, I so enjoyed my week in this car. Um, the, the coolest thing about this car it was that we uh, I parked it in front of Trader Joe's and had like three or four people come up and look at it <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and comment on it. Well, I hadn't seen one of those before. Well, just the way it sits and every all the angles on it, all the body lines are just so unique. It, it really draws a lot of attention. Uh, will there be a hybrid of this? You uh, probably can't uh, talk I'm, about future I'm not, product. I'm not too sure about that, but um, we do have it. So there's the Crosstrek Wilderness, the Forester Wilderness, and the Outback Wilderness. Right. Uh, and by price, they kind of cascade upwards in that in that order. But uh, yeah, they're they're incredible vehicles. You mentioned a magic word. Now we're not at the LA Auto Show. We're here at the Seattle International mm -hmm. Auto Show. But will something happen for you guys yesterday in LA? Didn't That's it? correct. Yeah, we just announced the 2025 Forester. It's a full redesign. It's completely new, completely new vehicle. 
Uh, and I don't know what you think, Vinny, but I'm in love with that car. Uh, you know, I can't wait to sit in it. I can't wait to yeah. drive it. I can't wait to, uh, you know, to experience it because it looks like it's going to be one of those cars that's a winner up here in the Northwest. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, next to Tesla, you probably Subaru, see Subaru out here as much as any other car. And and the Forester, and I've been a Forester fan for long since they did the. I love those old square body oh, yeah. Foresters. I mean, those things were really. Classic, I thought that yeah. that was, you know. That, that was one of the, the best cars I'd ever driven. Uh, it w- was really impressive. And um, so it'll be interesting to see the new Forester and, and, and get catch up on, on that. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and this is for the radio audience. <laughs> get ready to trade your old Forester in, okay? That's all I'm going to say. You're going to see this Forester. You're going to look at it. And, you, you know, you're going to look at, at, at your lovely wife and say, uh, come on, let's go. Let's yeah. get them. Let's go get them. Let's let's buy. Um, tell me a little bit about you guys are here. You, you know, you Subaru is such a con- socially conscious company. Oh yeah. You, you, I mean, you've won awards all over the place. You donate to hospitals to to really. I mean, JD Power has named you uh, one of the most uh, socially conscious companies in America. You're here this week doing dogs. Yeah, so we also, uh, as we always do since 2018, have uh, pet adoptions available at the auto show. So uh, since 2018, we've uh, donated over $550,000 to the ASPCA just through these events alone. Uh, And nationally, since 2008, we've donated over $51 million to the ASPCA uh, between all of our retailer partners across the country and nationally. So it's a pretty big deal to us. That's a, I mean, that's just a, see, I can't go down there. Yeah. Because if I go down there, I'm not going home alone. Yeah, you'll end up with yeah, a, with yeah. a I'm, too. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm coming on. You know, I go down there, man. It's like, oh my god, I can't, I can't. And you can come here and look at the dogs. Uh, it, take one home. Do uh, you, you take it right from here, or you just sign and get the? Oh, you can. There is a lot of paperwork. It's a it's a pretty thorough process because we want to make sure that those pets find their forever home. Right. Uh, a lot of these pets are really looking for their second, sometimes third shot at at their forever home. So we yeah. really want to make sure that they're going to the right place. Why Subaru? So I mean, does being socially conscious sell cars? You know, I can't really say that it sells cars, but we just think it's the right thing to do. Um, and so do our retailers. I mean, uh, October 22nd was National Make a Dog's Day, which is a, a holiday that we created. Um, and there were over, um, just in the Seattle market alone, well over 100 pets were adopted on that day from our retailer partners wow. uh, out to the local communities. So That's awesome. You know, it's, it's a really big deal to just do the right thing. You know, you take care of your community, your community will take care of you. It's, it's a simple formula, folks. It's what it makes America great. No matter what anybody says, it makes America great to have that community together talking to each other and adopting dogs this is truly uh, listen i don't say this lightly if you come to the auto show here at lumen field and you go to the subaru exhibition i promise you that you will be able to say you fell in love at the auto show you're either going to fall in love with a car or you're going to fall in love with a dog one Absolutely. way, any cats down here? Or no, we hear uh, no, no cats here, but <laughs> the retailers did adopt some cats out last month. So we, all it's, right. it's all for all pets, but 
specifically for dogs at the auto show. So we're all good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I'll get letters from cat owners. Oh, yeah. You, you know, say, oh, hey, you know, I like Subaru. You're talking about Subaru all the time. And the dogs, well, uh, listen, what about cats, man? You know, what about, you know, we'll probably get somebody called, what about ocelots, man? How come nobody's adopting oh, yeah. ocelots? Well, I think those require a special permit. But uh, <laughs> our, our retailer partners and our local uh, charities, uh, all the humane societies that we work with, they do have cats for adoption as well. So yeah. it's always worth asking the, the team that's working the booth down there and seeing what they have available. See, something for everybody in Subarus and in pets. What more could you ask for? Nick, thanks so much for coming Thank by, Miss. Nice to meet you. I look to forward you. to working more with you yeah, here in the you Northwest. Around. He's, he's the guy much, when man. you call me up and say, I bought a Subaru, I have a problem. This is the guy I'm calling, so. We're going to be friends. <laughs> thank you, Vinny. <laughs> All right, Nick, thank you. Uh, yeah, so here we are at the auto show. We're going to go a little long. What we're going to try to do, and I haven't even asked him yet, but I'm going to put him on the spot. I'm going to grab Tom Volk, who was with us before, and we're going to get John Vincent. You know John Vincent. We've t- And we're going to extend the show. We may go a full hour after. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking a half hour, but I got a lot of talk in me. So, uh, you, you know, uh, one thing that people have never accused me of is not being able to talk. So let's bring Tom back in. And, John, see if you guys, maybe we can grab you an extra. Uh... Thank you, Lisa. John Vincent. What do you hear? What do you say? <laughs> I love auto shows so much that I was in L.A. all week, flew home yesterday, and then drove to Seattle to find another one. I was going to say, man, you are the king of auto. You and, and Nick Miles, who's the president of our association, NAWAPA, uh, you guys are, are are all over the place. Uh, social media. You're not so much Nick on social media, but every time I see a picture, there's John in the audience. There's John in the, at the press conference. Yeah, Nick is usually up front. I'm in the background somewhere. And now John is with U.S. News and World Report. Uh, He's automotive editor, right? Um, I'm a senior editor in charge of vehicle testing. There you go. And, of course, you know U.S. News and World Report. If you want to know what hospital to go to, you look, right? When you want to know what car to buy, you look. Just don't do the same, the two of them on the same day, because that could be be a little bit of trouble. It could be trouble. Tom Volk is back with us, too, of course, for Driven. And uh, the three guys just sitting around talking about cars. It's like it's like a gas station on Sunday, on Saturday morning. You know, it's it's, it's like Christmas here. It really right? is. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, all of the cars that you can't see at a showroom yet. Um, and bright, shiny colors, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about that I always loved, and, and I was talking a little bit before about when I was a kid, I used to go to the New York Auto Show at the Coliseum. And it was, a, for me, it was it was usually in April sometime, you know, just around the start of the baseball season. You get on a seven train, you go on Saturday. And I was a kid, I used to sneak in, you know. Back then, nobody looked at kids. You kill a kid, yeah, go ahead. Um, and you used to see... All of them shiny machines in the same place. The yeah. Fords, the GTOs, the GS400s, the Shelbys, the Mustang, you know, the Mach 1s, or the, the one I remember in 70, the Boss 302. Oh, I mean, yeah. the Boss 302, man. I mean, that was, they had one in, I'll never forget this at the auto show. They had one in lime green oh, in 1970. Cool. And it had the, Lime green and the big Boss three hundred two stripe what on was the, the side. name of that color. It had a great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, was it Grabber green? No, that was Maf- That was the Maverick color, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, Grabber blue. Grabber blue. Grabber blue. Grabber blue was what yeah. you can get in the Maquis. Which is which? Let me. Can you get it on a Maverick though? 
Uh, I don't think you can get it on Maverick, but yeah. you get it on a. We gotta call Maki. somebody at Ford, pal. Somebody's missing the boat there. I mean, that's a that's an. I mean, but that those types of experiences you have, that's what makes you and will keep America's love affair with the car going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even even if you're not a car person, um, cars are pop culture. Um, their art, their status symbol, and, you know, cars become part of the family. So even if you're not a dyed-in-the-wool enthusiast, they, they have history. They, they have a thread throughout our lives. Yeah, it's the, it's the only thing that you, uh, well, you, I mean, if you go get a dog, you name it. Yeah. But how many people name their cars? A lot, a lot of people. All right. Thanks so much. We're going to leave you on radio. We thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week on Drive Time Radio.